Hi, everyone. Welcome back for this week's episode of Life After Love, a podcast designed to ask and answer the tough questions about divorce. I'm Sandra, here with my colleague, Catherine. We are here to give you the information your Google search can't. Our topic today covers the role of a financial advisor if you are contemplating marriage or divorce, or in the midst of or recovering from a divorce. And we are excited to welcome a guest speaker to help educate us all. Guest speaker episodes are always fun and informative, and today will be no different. We welcome Felicia Garland from Craigsburg Wealth Management to our Life After Love podcast. Welcome, Felicia. Thank you so much, Sandra and Catherine. I'm really excited to be here. Well, we are glad that we aren't the only ones. So let's start with you telling our listeners a bit about who you are and what you do. Well, first, I'm a certified financial planner, and I'm with the firm of Kreitzberg Wealth Management, as you mentioned, and I've been a planner for about nine years. Many of my clients are women who have uh, experienced a major life transition, perhaps a divorce or loss of a job, maybe the loss of a spouse, and they all have really the same three concerns. They want to know uh, that they're going to be okay with their money. They want to know they're going to have enough to retire. Are they going to have to sacrifice their lifestyle? And could they become a bag lady independent on their children? Um, I educate them around their money and help them develop the confidence and financial security that they crave. That's great. Can you tell us about some of the services that you can provide to people that are going through a life transition? Well, I help my clients in many ways. Um, I help them with their investments, which is very traditional for advisor, uh, with life insurance, disability and long-term care insurance. But I really get most excited when I can serve them as a comprehensive financial planner. Uh, in that capacity, I work with them to develop their financial goals and objectives, really, you know, the purpose for their money, and then help them draft a roadmap to achieve the results they desire. Then we monitor their situation and their investments, and really, I think significantly, I provide education. Um, so let's take the divorce situation. I mean, it's not uncommon in that relationship uh, or a marriage where one spouse will handle the financial matters and leave the other partner unfamiliar with the couple's financial resources and what they own and what they owe and maybe even what each one earns. So that's very common. Um, I see that even with very uh, educated clients that sometimes one spouse just doesn't know some of this information. And again, I try to, um, to educate. There's really no shame in not understanding your finances. Um, when you're married, um, you may, again, have ceded that uh, you may have ceded that um, responsibility to your spouse and um, because you've got your own career, taking care of the family. So you just want to learn from that and realize you have to start taking control of your financial life after that. So it's interesting because we talk about money, but there's so much mystery around money, even though it's a part of everybody's daily lives. Personally, I have worked with clients who have never been involved in the planning, managing, or execution of any aspect of their financial lives, and they found themselves in a major life-changing event, and they don't know where to begin. Can you tell us a bit about how you work in those situations? I know you mentioned it, but can you give us a little bit more detail about, you know, from start to mm -hmm. finish when you're working with a client who's in that 
life-changing event? Okay. Well, as I mentioned, for someone who doesn't, who hasn't had the background, as you as you mentioned, working with these clients really means providing education and to help them become more confident around their financial decisions. But first, it's really very tactical. Um, we gather all the financial information, statements, what they have, again, what they owe, what they own, and then transfer all the investment accounts if necessary, review their insurance, um, prepare, help them prepare a budget, map out their future, their goals and their needs and wants. Um, once we have everything, it's over to us, all the investments and accounts, uh, we then take stock of what, again, what they owe, what they own, and understand their cash flow. And again, I can't stress enough that education for them along the way is very important. If necessary, we reposition their investments that are appropriate for them in their situation. Um, we become familiar with all of their insurance and make sure that they and their family are protected. And then again, we monitor and adjust their investments and insurance as necessary. Uh, and again, education is really important. That's fantastic. I think that clients and consumers of services are always looking to know what value gets added. Can you tell us a value add that you provide clients? You know, that's a really good question. And um, I think while it's important to be technically proficient as a planner with investments in insurance, uh, that it's really equally important to bring empathy to the situation. Um, except for the death of a spouse, thank God, I've experienced just about every other life trans uh, transition that there is, including divorce. And while I think you can be a great advisor, even if you hadn't uh, or haven't experienced these transitions, uh, I believe that having experienced them uh, allows me to really be in a, a position to better understand what my clients go through, what they're thinking and feeling. I can really look at the situation through their eyes. So I know that you were once a practicing attorney who shifted career paths. Can you tell us how that background has both helped or hindered you in your current role? Well, um, I really enjoyed being a an attorney. I practiced for about 25 years in federal government, state government. I was a partner in a law firm. I worked part-time when my children were young. Uh, I And most recently was in-house uh, general counsel at a small insurance company. And while I'd loved it, uh, after 25 years, it was time for that midlife career change. That's when I became an advisor. Um, I believe that experience as a lawyer has been very helpful. And again, I enjoyed practicing law, uh, but it was time for a change. Um, the similarities are really, in both cases, you're given a set of facts, you analyze the situation from all sides, you weigh your options, and then you plan your course uh, and offer advice. And offering advice in either case as a planner or uh, lawyer is very same, uh, very similar. Um, Law is a great education. I think it uh, sharpens your analytical skills. And um, again, I think it's been helpful for clients. Felicia, this has been really interesting. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. Can you share with us your top three pieces of uh, planning advice for your future for our listeners who are considering a life change like divorce or maybe are already in the middle of it? Well, um, it's kind of hard to narrow it down to three, but I think there are three basics and I don't think they're gonna surprise anybody. Really, the first one is save more and spend less. 
Um, the idea being that you want to be prepared for those things that are unexpected. You could lose a job. Um, you could have an emergency expense. The car goes out. The furnace goes out. You may have to take care of a child or a parent. And if you have savings, you're able to do that. Um, money gives you options, and it really gives you security. And knowing you have savings is a good thing. Um, you, second, I think you want to live within your means. I don't think that's anything too earth-shattering, but I do see folks who do rack up a lot of debt, and um, it affects their credit rating, and with a lot of debt and not good credit rating, it really affects where you can work, uh, where you live, where uh, the cost of purchasing different things like a car or a home, and uh, you really want to keep your credit rating high, um, and again, spending within your means is really a better way to do that. Um, and lastly, I think everybody should really develop a budget, and I advise all my clients to do that. And I imagine you guys have a form that you share with your clients, and most advisors would have a form that you can use. You really want to track your expenses. And ideally, if you can do it for three months, that's great. I like to practice what I preach, and I've tried to do this myself. The best I've been able to manage is two, two weeks, <laughs> because it is incredibly tough to write everything down. I carried a little notebook. Sometimes I give my clients a little notebook to use. And, um, but I have yet to have a client come back and not say what an eye-opening experience it, it was. People have no idea what they spend their money on and how much. So if you can do that, I think that's really a great thing to do. So those are the three. Again, save more, live within your means, and really get a handle on your spending with developing a budget. Those are great. Thanks so much for joining us today. If any of our listeners have questions for us or Felicia about what we discussed, or if you have a topic you want us to cover, please email us at lifeafterlovepodcast at foxrothschild.com. You can also check out Felicia's podcast, Wise Women at Work, and even listen to Felicia interview me. And it was great. <laughs> Thank you. Until next time, we're Catherine and Sandra, here to help you through life after love. Thank you.